Welcome to the Mother Arc Portal, the 13th gateway to systems, energies, and frequencies all coded by the 13, the hidden and lost number of the Divine Feminine and the Goddess. I am Amber Green, your host, bringing you this podcast to bridge from the 12th to the 23rd dimensions by decoding your personal soul and energetic blueprint through 13 sign true sidereal astrology, 13 sign true sidereal human design, and the Mayan dream spell. It's time to get in sync with Mother Earth, one another, and our true soul's essence so that we can unify through our individuation. We are all one, but not the same one. The portal is open. Now let's dive in. Hi, welcome to the Mother Arc Portal, 13th Gateway. Today, I'm going to be telling you all my story. Now, just to be clear also for myself, even in saying this, so that I can stay on track and this not turn into a 10-hour <laughs> podcast episode. Um, my reason and intent here, obviously, is so you all can know me better, but also the main intent is to just kind of really show the levels of conditioning, mind control, um, you know, brainwashing, and just really all of the insanely dark and hard struggles that human, that being a human can be that um, I have endured just so that to anyone who listens and continues to listen, you can understand that I truly am speaking from experience here. Um, I am not speaking um, quotes or stories or teachings from anything other than, yes, if it's an external source, something that resonates with my soul and experience, but it's all deeply rooted in my own on the ground, insanely intense, um, you know, journey, struggle and experience through the things I'm speaking to here. So I just want, <clears throat> I'm going to do my very best to, like I've written a bit of an outline so I can really just try to bring to you all these key points of, again, not going into all the insane details of my story, but just so you can see my journey, what's, what's made me, brought me to where I'm, you know, at now and um, why I'm so passionate. <clears throat> and I speak to the things that I do because I deeply endured, um, you know, deep levels of being conditioned in extremely deep, and um, emotionally harmful and traumatic ways. So um, 
I just want to make that clear. And then before I begin, also, I will say I've said on one or two previous episodes that, you know, I am not trained in astrology or human design. I just wanted to make clear, though, that you all do know I am trained in energy healing formally um, and practiced. Um, and in, in those kind of realms, I do have actual certified training and things. Um, not that it matters, even saying that annoys myself, <laughs> but this is the fucking world we live in in that way. Um, yet I am always going to be um, trying to bring through more of this voice and frequency to yes those things are great and and they are needed too by the way like we can't I just wish that more people could be learning getting certified and doing things like that uh, for the true um underlying foundation of learning in itself not to be like oh look at all my certificates I have here and oh that makes me worthy of doing this sort of deal um which is definitely not where I'm coming from um But yeah, I just want to make that clear because I think I had said, I thought maybe it was clear before, but I wanted to just completely make that clear that, um, and that, you know, the reason I'm, I am using these systems and so drawn to them is because they are giving me, they have given and still do give me really good tools and ways to use for myself the things I've already known and learned energetically. And it helps me to bring it to you all and to others in sessions and clients, like just, you know, it, it brings tools and uh, language and, um, you know, systems, ways of mapping someone else, finding out more about themselves that maybe isn't um, so naturally open to energy or the spirit realm. You know what I mean? So um, yes. Okay. So just wanted to say that before I fully begin. Um, to okay so here we go um oh last thing i'll add before i begin um that this podcast itself i have run for my um creations Uh, i will run a human design chart which is something i've heard through different uh, i learned through different human design realms teachers and podcasters and things which is amazing and i love it so this podcast in itself it's human design is a 5-1 manifester emotional manifester and um one of the gates in this podcast's throat center is the 56 which is all about what i will do here today just being you know a storyteller and um, just really intimately sharing our journey, our story. Um, again, not so much in the way of um, being self-indulgent, but just because one, stories are beautiful ways to learn things, you know, to where we can relate with another story. It can really help open up and crack things up in us that just hearing facts or teachings or lessons cannot do um and because it's a part it's going to continue to be a, a big part of this um of this podcast because it is a main um gate that this energetic um blueprint and spirit of this podcast has so i'm you know i'm gonna always go with that and let it um really come in for storytelling when the time is right so to begin with the story so um 
I, you know, came into this world from a young age, um, for anyone also probably wondering, I am 36, almost 37 now. Okay. So, uh, came into the world though, um, very, very sensitive, very open. Also immediately with a very, very innately strong connection to God, to source, whatever you call, um, the infinite, you know, just, um, the source of all creation. Um, and I just had that, you know, I just had it, I had it. And, and I was then, um, I was also very serious, uh, very fearful. I just, I, I see now looking back and more and more of my journey unfolding, like, you know, I really feel like I, I kind of got plopped into, I didn't get plopped. I chose <laughs> to come here. Um, but it's definitely not my jam and I hadn't been here in this way before. And, um, I was just kind of scowling at this world. <laughs> I mean, so much so that, I mean, everywhere I went from being a baby or until, you know, until a pretty older age, people would ask my, my mother, what is she, is she mad? What is she mad at? <laughs> so, um, and you know, now I'm like, wow, yeah, I think I was, I was fucking pissed at all of this shit I was seeing here. Um, and now I just know now there was deep things within me that knew like, oh, like so much of this isn't right here and this doesn't make sense and this doesn't feel right. So um, I was born into an extremely authoritarian Christian religion um, that is very cult-like. I will um, I will say the name now. Um, it is a Jehovah's Witness. Um, and it extremely oh, influenced every single thing about me from honestly the age until in sometime into my 30s. Um, you know, there are a few, a very few things I can appreciate from that upbringing, truly. I do not blame my parents, I do not blame you know, the people in it. Um, I do not blame anything around that for, I don't blame anything because also I know I chose to also incarnate into that kind of an upbringing so that I could experience it. So yet um, it is very damaging. <laughs> it was, it is. And any religion like that is, um, and I am clearly stating that because it is. Um, it is what it did to my soul was um, give me many, many deep inner scars and wounds of really messed up spiritual abuse, which also just to uh, preface as I get further into my experience here in this earth journey, um, that I have always been on the other spectrum of the victim card, okay, where I would never allow myself to be a victim. Um, so much so that, <clears throat> you know, it just 
that in itself was very damaging because I then was never validating any of my experiences here. And we can't do that. That's just as damaging as um, being an, a constant victim in life. Um, so just so everyone can understand too, when I say these words like abuse and trauma and this kind of thing, I totally know from firsthand experience of either being the judger of those things or having others judge me for them once I started healing them in my journey that people roll their eyes at these words um, <clears throat> because there are unfortunately so many victims in this world and the victim mentality and consciousness has taken over this fucking planet um but that that's what pisses me off about that whole thing too because um then it just keeps quieting the true victims in the world that truly have been victimized by people systems organizations and things that need voice brought to them not in the light of um, fighting them, you know, um, protesting and this kind of bullshit either because that doesn't work either. But in the name of healing, in the name of being able to say, yes, I, I suffered deep emotional and spiritual abuse from this factor, that one, this source or that. And I am healing it now, but like we, you can't start a healing journey if one, you don't even realize what it is exactly that you're healing from. And then two, you can't in some manner give those things voice. Doesn't have to be in this way, true voice in the world in a podcast, but somehow, some way validate your experience, what happened to you, but then in the light of moving through it, moving on, and that not becoming who we are and becoming the whole story, but that it will always be a part of our story. And it is, and it is not, um, a story doesn't hold us back unless it does and we're allowing it. You know what I'm saying? Like a story is there and all of us here are having these stories as humans in this experience because we're that we're meant to be learning from them and bringing through different lessons and then higher frequencies in these learning lessons as we go through them. It doesn't mean we erase what happened and don't ever speak to it again. That is not healing and that is not... Um, that is not helpful to humans or this planet either. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, um, I incurred, you know, a lot of, um, really deep wounds in and from that religion, you know, and any kind, it's not just that one. There's many religions out there like that as well. Um, that cause severe internal, emotional, and spiritual abuse that people here are just, there's, de there's definitely more voice coming to it. Um, and it, people are awakening in, in ways, but like, it's still not a grand scale known understanding of even just what a more, let's say, open-minded, um, organized religion can do as well. Because either way, even, you know, definitely there are some organized religions that are i'm sure um you know not in darkness and and really trying to do what everything i'm saying like kind of 
still be this space for people to come to, but be at a higher frequency, not be boxing in God, nor shaming people, nor any of that shit. Um, you know, but again, I kind of go back to, um, you know, the teachings of Christianity, period. It's just so much has gotten so insanely distorted. And even just this, just the main teaching alone, which is the staple of, you know, Jesus on a cross. I mean, immediately, immediately, people don't know this. It's very unconscious in them, but it creates this um one idea of martyrdom is the only way to be a savior and a saint two that we're all indebted for anything that some other beautiful being did for us um or two that that is even the fucking real story <laughs> which it is not my real story in any of that now i think a lot of that is all a lie um as far as the intentions and reasons and stuff whatever that any of that happened if it did if it did even happen in that way um but either way the details don't matter believe what stories you want my point is what is it actually making you feel deep down and many if not all um especially christian religions are completely um interwoven in the foundational ways with shame manipulation and darkness and i am just saying that yes it is bold i get it people will not like this probably some may not and that's fine move on like but that is that is my truth um and that is the truth that i feel in it um so my point in going that deeply into that is just that for someone to understand the true depths that spiritual abuse can have and do within someone because to what like that religion that I was raised in did was it you know it told me I had to do all of these different things to be in God's favor um and then it would shame me if I didn't meet those expectations and then dare I be honest and come to them which was also what I was taught to do if I sinned quote unquote um you know whatever their um rules of whatever sins were then you're literally taken into a back room shamed by men you know I was had to sit with um men when I'm 13, 14 years old and deeply in depth explain sexual experiences I had. Um, are you kidding me? That is extremely fucked up. Okay. And I had no idea at the time the damage that that even was nor incurring. And then so that I could be shamed and get in trouble for the things that I did that I also was coming to be honest about because I thought if I did not, God would not love me. I mean, come on. That is to me now one of the most fucked up ways you can abuse someone because it is the most sacred connection we have is to God, our God source, whatever you think God is. No human being nor organization nor force on this planet or not of this planet has any right ever to tell you what can change that connection, to tell you who it is, to tell you what to do, or to tell you that you lost favor 
with God. No, nor then to punish you in front of all of your quote unquote congregation of brothers and sisters to where then also sometimes you get shunned from that, you know, like, no, no, that is so abusive, so manipulative. And clearly you hear this fire and passion coming out of my voice that is not, thank God, for me anymore because I have sat for six years in literal puddles of tears of healing my fucking self from that shit. But now I speak to the people who are still undergoing that, you know, um, that don't know it's not normal, that or that are even undergoing... Um, milder versions of that. Don't ever let my experience of if it seems so extreme ever undermine what yours is because that's what else I am here to bring more into the world and speak to um, is that these deep emotional internal abusive things that happen um, it can the external forces that cause them can all look very different but it doesn't mean it's not causing still that same level of wounding within us so don't you dare hear any of my extreme situations and downplay yours okay because that is definitely not what i'm doing here and i've had that happen in in my own experience especially because I was this opposite end of the victim spectrum where I was so afraid to ever be a victim um, which was all my ego by the way uh, and wounding um, and being raised by a victim mother <laughs> um, trauma all of it that was affecting that that did me so much harm you know so I just want to obviously be very clear and helping others too that please don't do that please focus on listening to what you hear it did to my insides the feelings the wounds and scars it gave me and if you resonate with that and you're feeling that then that means whatever whatever caused that is legitimate okay um okay so oh, was raised like that um you know, oh, just majorly, insanely affected me in so many ways, obviously. My dad um, was an alcoholic. Now he was, um, he was not, he was dry and not drinking for most of my life. But then he began, excuse me, around, around 12, whenever I was 12. Um, and whole life <laughs> fell apart so that's when I'm, I'm not gonna go super deep into I'm gonna try not to with their details of those the two people who were my parents in this life um just because it is a sensitive matter and I do not I am not um going to air others dirty laundry yet <laughs> when it is part of my story there's gonna be pieces that have to come out okay so um you know, father had addiction issues his whole life that were never actually looked at and treated. Um, he got like this spiritual remedy a little bit for years, but um, anyone who has been an alcoholic or an addict, it's you're, you know, an insanely obsessive compulsive person, obviously. Um, and anyways, that can then just be redirected into, into something else if you're not 
actually treating your addiction and your alcoholism or whatever it is. So I feel that the religion kind of did that, which is quite funny because I'm going to touch on many things that people don't realize here that we can totally also become addicted to. Um, <clears throat> religion, spirituality being one of them, exercise, um, anything, anything as a human. And also know this, that I fully believe in my own journey with my <clears throat> own addiction issues um, and helping others, having parents who I've seen do the same, just humans in general, that it's human to... <laughs> try to have to have some kind of addiction, if not many, to get through the insanity and trauma that being a human has been thus far. <laughs> um, okay, back to the focus again. So, um, so I'm gonna just try to touch on at least so people can understand a little bit of the background with my parents that Dad had addiction issues. Mom, extremely codependent, also um, underlying emotional and mental, like undiagnosed disorders going on there. Um, that, you know, super unhappy marriage. Religion was the glue, so was I. Um, you know, just no love there, whatever. But but still, no trauma in the actual marriage and growing up part from me as far as true trauma or is you know no physical abuse no uh well not totally actually as I say that huh, my mom kind of did a couple times but not again unfortunately like acceptable societal <laughs> physical abuse like smacking your child right in the face um or throwing shit at them yeah that's not normal um <laughs> so anyways <sighs> um, the point is not all the things that happened in there. Let me try to stick to the point of bringing in their stuff is that then they split up when I was 12. Um, what happened then is, um, I became their parent. <laughs> so we went from this very like leave it to beaver kind of life, super religious, um, you know, I'm like the preacher's daughter kind of deal, super, I'm a quiet perfectionist, straight A student, you know, just all of this shit that goes, uh, like every stereotype that fits any of that, it was, that's it. And then parents split up, mom completely loses her shit, dad loses his shit, he's an alcoholic addict again. Um, I, I know now that the parents I knew left, you know, they left. They were gone, but I didn't know that then. So I became their parent. They, they gave me that role. I took it um, and then I carried it. And I was like the therapist, the healer, the, which again, this is a very common experience for people that are wired like me. And I'm assuming hopefully most of the audience that will be listening to this podcast, you know, the empath, the healers, the sensitive souls that we just know we're not from this fucking place, but we came here for a reason. This is what happens. So there's things here happening unconsciously as well too, that just are part of our vibration that we give this off to people. So they take it yet. We have to validate our human experience here and heal the things that hurt us from that because a child is not meant ever, ever 
to be in any manner a parent's parent. And that in of itself um, is extremely traumatic for a child um, and for an adult. Then once you turn into an adult and then you start realizing all of this, like it's extremely, it's, it's extremely traumatic and does things to you emotionally and inside that also I feel people don't understand nor realize. Um, so, you know, basically now I'll fast forward just for a moment in that scenario that, you know, now through all of my healing journey over the last six years, I realized that, you know, those souls that were my parents, they departed as if they died then. And I did not know that. Um, and so now I've been going through different layers of grieving, but I haven't even fully realized that truth and been able to really grieve them in that way until very recently, um, which was really kind of totally hit me out of left field too. Um, well, and it came from this <laughs> recent eclipse season. That was a big piece that came through. Um, so that's insanely difficult and hard um, and truly a pain that is just so unnatural and that people here don't understand because they don't have the tools and there's not been enough of us here doing this kind of work to help others realize like you know the kind of treatment and behavior and things that we um accept from our parents our relatives our our you know quote unquote blood you know um that many people are totally just accepting um, not only toxic and just definitely not um, loving or uh, definitely unkind, uh, damaging behavior from their relatives, but then also actual abusive behavior and all in the name of, oh, well, that's your blood, or oh, that's your parent. Fuck that, because they are our parents is exactly also the reason we should never accept that kind of fucking behavior. Now, in this same breath, let me be so clear that in no way, shape, or form is any human being perfect, especially as a parent. It's the hardest fucking thing you can ever do. None of us know what we're doing. I have two kids, by the way, just to be clear. Um, yet, there is, there are differences. So I'm in no way saying we're all gonna um, unknowingly, unconsciously hand down shit that we wish we didn't to our kids. We're gonna hurt them in different ways, I'm sure. Um, this is not what I'm saying. This is not what I'm speaking to. Um, and there's just differences between people who also can change, you know what I'm saying? So just so everyone understands here too, um, you know, people truly can have miraculous healing transformations. My journey in dealing with 
the people who were my parents is that never occurred. I kept being tricked into thinking that because I have a heart and soul that sees the good in people. Um, but that was not the reality of what was happening. Okay. So I just need to make that clear as well, that if you have a parent or a relative who, yes, even gave you very traumatic um, scars and wounds, yet they truly have gone through also or whatever are beginning some kind of true transformational journey without your help, you are not their healer, um, then that can be a different story, okay? Um, just need to make that super clear because I am, uh, I just, it sucks because I'm right in that middle point like I am with so many things of, um, like I just said, miracles can happen, people can change, they can transform, but you know, they also cannot. <laughs> and you've just gotta know, you've just gotta know yourself and you've gotta heal so deeply that you know, you know, whether what it is you're still inviting or allowing back in or anything in your life, whether, whether it's operating you know, from a true energy and frequency of real truth, love, and change or not, okay? Okay, so that was um, that whole thing. Uh, I think I'm just going to kind of stop with that so I don't get lost in details of that, but just so people can understand my parental experience and um, upbringing more uh, and what I have recently undergone in those ways of really truly being a cycle breaker and having to walk through and down paths that number one, I had no idea were coming. Number two, I'm still walking down them. Um, we can hold hands if you are too. Um, and it's definitely a quite intricate maze of a journey. This one, um, that I will never profess to having any, all of the answers to, okay? And that's very deeply sensitive, that's very um, challenging and very difficult. So um, for anyone that is um, that is going through that now, you know, or that needed to hear this, you know, I feel like I'm feeling your emotion now, honestly, <laughs> whoever will listen to this in the future because um, I can tell it's not fully mine. It's mine. It's mine, my heart, having compassion for the road that this has been. But it's not an easy one. And it's definitely not an understood one, you know. So I feel you. I feel um, people not understanding. I feel the ignorance that comes at you for that and just know you're not alone, okay? And that and that nobody, nobody, like, let me, I guess, add no soul that truly is connected to their soul, living from their real true heart, would ever voluntarily make a choice and then continue a path of walking away from a parent, you know, or any, any loved one. It's just not 
it's not natural. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully whoever is listening that needed to hear that, I hope that you feel validated in your path and you feel stronger and you just know that this, <clears throat> that it's needed. You know, it's needed on this earth plane, in this realm, for more to awaken and be able to have the courage and strength to to break these extremely ancient generational curses um, of, yes, you know, also other trauma passed down and passed down and true just just messed up shit. You know, that yes, some of our parents or our loved ones are still carrying very unconsciously. But my point to this is that we need more women and children especially, but any also men. I'm not ever leaving you all out of this discussion, but I am here for the women and the children. It's just who my work is mostly for, okay, because that's what I am. And that's what I was. So um, I'm here to help the divine feminines and the true feminine energy on this planet and the true mother energy on this planet um, to get back to what it really truly is, the true frequency of unconditional love and to really help support um, all of our pure hearted souls and um, people who are here that have been and are still being deeply affected by un, even if it's unconscious dark behavior, you have to get away from it. You cannot heal if that level or really any level of unconscious dark behavior, actions and energy is coming your way. And let me be very clear about this as well. If you have to remember this in all of this kind of stuff that doesn't make it any easier in the moment. But if you taking care of yourself, and that's really what you're doing, if you taking care of yourself cuts someone else out of your life, then they were never meant to be there, okay? And if they are meant to be there, they will come back of their own accord, okay? Because nothing can actually sever a true soul connection, a true heart-centered, pure love and truth connection. Nothing can, okay? Um, it really can, and I just know this so deep down. So it doesn't mean it can't change it in your physical reality for time periods. It doesn't mean just, I'm not even going to go here now because that's a bit of a rabbit hole. It can mean lots of different things, but just know that even just strictly we're talking in, in your physical reality, that especially, you know, if you setting boundaries and you taking care of yourself, is what causes um, any kind of a relationship to go away, 
then it wasn't what you thought it was. And that's an extremely hard pill to swallow. Um, but it's just true. Okay, so um, let me try to then kind of wrap up the last few big details of this timeline of my life here. Um, so after that whole split um, in my uh, parents and all of that, it, you know, I became an alcoholic and an addict. Um, and um, yeah, that became, so just again, so I need everyone here to understand that this is, um, this is not me. Any, any of these things I'm speaking to is from my own actual experience in doing them or having them done to me or whatever, like this full circle of all of this crap. Um, so, um, you know, I started to, I was just insane, crazy, um, but then incurred other kind of crazy parental damage through all of that as well, because, you know, I just, it was just very unhealthy. Um, did drugs with my own father, things like that, you know, that just, again, were becoming part of my like real life experience. So I thought like, oh, this is fun. Like, that's not abnormal, you know, but just, ugh just super messed up stuff. And then, um, you know, my mother in those years too, just really woof, like running through men, addicted to love, addicted and just bringing all of that kind of energy ugh, around everywhere. And just so much um, toxicity on both ends from both, even though my father did always have an extremely good heart. He just got so overtaken by all of this the this the world and addiction and all of that that he just left basically um you know in much more ways than the physical so um okay so i had a child young at 21 um that kind of would paused my addiction i had um I'm not going to go many relationships and I made many mistakes, um, did many of the, uh, not good things to the people I was with. You know what I mean? I've cheated. I've had, um, definitely not been a living from a state of virtue. Okay. <laughs> I just really am trying to have others understand this picture, right? Of I am not, um, I've basically made all the mistakes you can make in all the ways I've had them happen to me and I've done them to others. And yeah, um, not a perfect person here. Um, so, um, then I am bringing my, my now husband in who, um, we got married at, I think I was 25 or 26. Um, now he's insanely important to me. We grew up together um, and he also grew up in the religion I was raised in. That's how we knew each other and our parents knew each other. So we have this really um, crazy story together where we've really known each other like most of our lives. We always had this really deep soul connection from the beginning. Um, yet now I know um, and see that uh, for sure we are twin flame souls and we then did this whole um 
running chasing thing for many different years. Um, and I will definitely have an episode on that because I get very annoyed by how much false information is out there about twin flames. Um, it's, and just to be clear for my listeners, it is about an inner, the, the main part of this whole journey is about an inner journey of union. Now, if we really are with the soul um, that is truly um, the, our divine counterpart, then um, we will, I'm, I'm not even going to get into it. It's so complex, <laughs> but we will experience different things, negative and positive in that relationship as well. And there is a runner chaser effect with it when you are not ready to look at yourself, um, which neither one of us were for quite some time. So we were running and chasing each other. But finally, the last time I was like running from everything, um, he found me, he chased me, got me, we got together, but then, uh, and then we had a child together at, um, you know, he's 10 now, so 10 years ago. Um, and, um, that's what began then my journey in my awakening. So that's also what the true twin flame journey is, is it's about, spiritual and soul development it has nothing i mean if if done truly then yes love and passion and all of these other things that come in a connection of course will be part of it but people focus on that and it really that's not at all what it's about those are like byproducts of you doing this insanely intense journey with this other um your true soulmate, not soulmate as far as what that actually means, but like your true divine counterpart. But it is not, you don't get any of these, ugh, like the results that people think this connection is until basically you've gone through hell together. Oh, so now underlying all of that, if you are a true twin flame, then you will always have this deep undercurrent of love and caring and connection there. Never would a true twin flame relationship ever be um, abusive or um, toxic. It really wouldn't, it doesn't mean it can't get, <laughs> not close, definitely not close to the abusive line, but I just mean toxicity wise, yes, it can maybe get a little close at times just depending on each, every, couple's unique journey in this journey because they're all going to be very different but okay that's for another time but just need you guys to know that that he is my divine counterpart um and this has been another insane part of the journey so I um you know we got married um then I had an we had a child and then that's when not too long after um on now this will make those of you who know anything about twin flames smile and it's insane that um then because of my husband um who came to me on the last day that I drank and said you know he was gonna divorce me if I didn't get sober um my sobriety date is 11 11 of 2017 so that's the day when this 
transformative journey really then began for me um, was once I got sober. Um, and I did do so in um, a 12-step recovery room. Um, and then I also went on to then, you know, go down that spiral of healing in that way where, because any of these things that we're doing, any addictions, they're all symptoms of the root cause, you know, of what it is that needs healing and that we're trying to numb and shut down within us. So then, you know, not only did I then do recovery work, um, and I got deeply enmeshed into that whole world also, by the way, uh, right away, which was beautiful and needed and perfect at the time. But um, then I also did a codependency recovery, 12-step work and all of that. So I, I kept, I really did get, I went down that spiral of all the symptoms that lead to what, and I've gotten now to the roots after six years. Um, so, but I wanted to say that part as well, be, so that people here can see too that I was then also becoming deeply conditioned by recovery and by 12-step recovery um, group think and ways of doing things, which again, this this one in particular, I will still say forever, there I wouldn't change a thing. It is a beautiful organization that is not corrupt. Um, yet what I felt coming into it towards the end and why I'm not in those rooms anymore in recovery, yet still very sober <laughs> and have no desire not to be, um, is lots of just the hum the human condition, right? And fear. So like it just, it got very, it can be dogmatic. It can be indoctrinated with, you know, the book that was written for recovery and things like that. Um, again, which has its place and is fine. I, I know that there are some souls who that is their full path because if there weren't people here doing that work, people couldn't get sober. They couldn't get clean. They, you know, so those places are needed yet, what I came to realize is I was not meant to be there forever like everyone preaches about there and that you have to be and all that because my path is one of sovereignty of the quite the opposite of of being like wow we can actually transcend healing layers you know doesn't mean we're we become perfect humans and we're not ever afflicted with any other things or that healing you get a certificate and it's done, you're healed. <laughs> like, no, definitely not how this works. Yet, for the specific things and the symptoms on our journey, yes, we should be able to transcend. And I couldn't sit in those rooms anymore with people saying like, oh, when you stop going to meetings, you're going to drink and things like that. It's like, the, yeah, that's where they were at the time. But so many there were missing the spiritual aspect, but then also it, the whole program of, of its own is missing all an energetic component. So what I realized in those, in that kind of organization and, um, system is that they are still actually just energetically corded to alcohol or to the drug or to, um, the disease of, um, codependency or whatever, whatever it is that they're, um, struggling from they just stay corded to that thing but then it's like in a positive way so which then also 
just kind of starts rebuilding the ego back up to be like, oh, I'm this, oh, I'm a sober alcoholic or I'm a, this recovering, um, codependent. And it's like this, it perpetuates this, um, um, uh, this forevering of the thing, you know, like recovering, like we're just forever recovering. And then it also is like interlaid with like this false humility that like just to dare say, stand up, oh, I'm recovered. That that means, oh shit, you're about to wind up with a drink in your hand. You know what I mean? Which I get because most people, if they were to say that they wouldn't be coming I, I sat there for years and I could see they weren't coming from a place of really truly being able to say that um, truly. Um, yet there are people who can and should be able to do that, you know, and to then move on in there, continue, yes, recovery, but as a human being, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm always going to be recovering from the human condition because it's pretty insane, but um the things within it that you know if we can have the four you know because in in the 12-step recovery rooms and all of those teachings they teach that there's any of those things are like a, a threefold disease it's um physical spiritual mental but now I see that they just didn't know and that, hello, these things were written a hundred years ago that they're missing also that fourth component of energetic and then that's how you transcend. So, um, you know, okay. So, so just, um, let me stop with that because I can go off on other things with all of that as well. But um, my point now, that's kind of the end of just kind of giving you a very short <laughs> rundown of this whole journey here thus far for me. Um, but again, just because I really want you all to understand um, the deep conditioning, mind control um, systems and things that I have been affected by, raised in, and then literally have walked out of um, arisen truly from the flames like a phoenix and like rebirthed myself out of this truly myself like now no not oh we're not alone not in spirit not but you know what I'm saying I mean like many of lots of this has been physically alone um now that is something i will always say too about the rooms of recovery that is freaking beautiful and necessary and healing too is if any of you are listening to this and struggling with true addiction issues like you need community you need to go to those rooms um you need other people that truly know what you what you're going through okay because it's that in and of itself is just gold and it is insanely healing so um, so, okay. Yeah. So just quick rundown again of these different ways of, um, being super conditioned and super fucked up. Um, and then also breaking free was through that, um, kind of an authoritarian Christian, um, religion, um, just, society as a whole honestly then and especially because I I do have a lot of um Virgo perfectionism and then Piscean uh freaking emotional waters running through me um 
Yet now, per my sidereal chart, I see I have a lot of Sagittarius also, um, which has given me this fire to light and break all the rules now. Um, light, light all the rules on fire and break them. Um, but, uh, you know, as a child and growing up, I just, I was very easily conditioned. Um, it, well, and also this is actually deeply a, pro a projector thing that I need to speak to these, my projectors about in this moment, um, is we are literally wired to be conditioned <laughs> because of how our aura works. Now, I wasn't a projector as a child, um, per se, but, um, anyone, we're all being conditioned. This is also a part of the, um, human design system I'll get into in other episodes too, where any place that you do have an undefined or open center in human design where that's automatic major conditioning. So even you can be a generator or a manifester. And if you have a lot of open centers, you're going to be very easily, um, conditioned in those places. Um, so, um, you know, and just, let's see. So back to just society I was conditioned and then all this generational trauma running through my bloodline and my DNA, these curses of generations over and over again, um, of narcissism, of addiction, of, um, you know, emotional personality disorders, all of this shit, um, that's just passed down, passed down, passed down, accepted, accepted. Um, you know, that all, and then also the conditioning of, um, any kind of recovery rooms, you know, that all of these things, um, it really made up this, this story for me and this journey of this, um, incarnation here. Um, and it's been insane now. And now thank God I see that, you know, I do have this core essence running through me of this blue magnetic storm and the dream spell of, that, you know, was super validating for me to find out because it's just all about my main purpose being having this super transformative journey, like profound transformation. Um, it doesn't make it easy, you know, at times, but it does at least it has validated all that I have been through in these ways and also helped to validate me working through each, you know, in all of the stages of grief and how many times I've had to go through them with different things. Like that's what people don't understand too, is anything that needs healing in us, true healing can only come from actually walking through and going through and feeling through those stages of grief. Like that is what people fight and they won't and they don't do it. And then they get all blocked up inside um, all kinds of energetic blockages, emotional blockages and all of this shit because nobody knows how to feel and nobody wants to. I didn't want to. I just need to make that very insanely clear also that when this all first began for me, I was extremely human, did not, I wasn't even at all in the realm of anything that I'm doing now. Um, and I didn't ask, I didn't think, you know, in that moment in my humanness, like, let's say that day that I got sober, I never once asked for this. I did not want to do any of this shit. I, I could barely say I'm an alcoholic and my name is Amber in the rooms of recovery. You know what I mean? Let alone sit there and bleed out all of my deepest fears, thoughts, emotion, like never did I ever. And then 
I mean, never in a million years would I have dreamt that then I'd be having a podcast where I'm just openly sharing about all of this, like, and it doesn't bother me. <laughs> like, what? I never, ever, ever could have imagined that. So, um, you know, I just want everyone here to just know who this is coming out of, all of the information I will go on to give. Um just so that you all can truly know that I intimately understand a lot of these things, addiction, brainwashing, covert, um, spiritual and emotional abuse, um, just trauma in all forms. Even if I didn't um, experience it, I also, in all the years I worked in recovery, I, w- I was working in recovery. Like I was sponsoring women. I would, you know, so like I did a lot of work there that was now I see like, on the job training (laughs) for like all that I am trying to do in the real ways of work now. Um, and just, I just, I know intimately and deeply from many different angles. Now the human condition, all that comes with it, the pain, the suffering, but also now finally, um, the joy and the love and the good and the healing, um, that can come out of all of this, darkness and pain and um and struggles so I'm gonna try to wrap this all up now here for this episode um I thought I would be getting more into the transformative and healing part of this like last six years in this episode but that's clearly not what really was wanting to come out and now I'm feeling like um that is all going to come out it already has in different small pieces but like that's kind of the whole foundation of this podcast so a lot of those details and um learnings and things I've been through and all of the good parts the solutions and the healing world will come just more and more out through each episode as I go deeper into the systems and then into the different parts um, of healing because there are definitely already some things I see I'm going to, um, you know, make make episodes about um, that just is pertaining to Um, everything in this realm of energy healing, of frequency work, of um, grid work, of just everything in the psychic and intuitive realms in this way. So, So we'll save a lot of that information for more to come. Um, But just, I will just kind of try to conclude here, wrap up by um, just adding a few more things to make sure I was clear, I suppose, on all that did just come out of me. Um, One being, I do really want to say that um, because of a lot of the fire and passion I was directing toward (laughs) uh, religion as a whole and Christian religion especially, um, I still feel that way. Don't take any of that back, but I I do want to make it clear I have an extremely um, intimate, deep bond with Christ and with him as I know him and his spirit, which is who I call Yeshua and not Jesus, um, who is also obviously um, 
the divine counterpart of Mary Magdalene. And that is how I renewed my relationship through the Christ light, through the frequency of the true Christ consciousness and how I and all of that true energy and frequency cleared me of the Christ uh, crucifixion implant. Um, so I just want to make that clear that I have <clears throat> nothing against um, Christ. I know him and all of that story and the lineage much differently now through my own literal inner knowings, soul, of course, some outer learnings and things too, but all only um, only embodied now through me, you know, and through what feels right to me and through me knowing now almost all of the stories that have been told about Jesus Christ, whatever it is that you call him, but I do feel it makes a difference. It has made a difference in my journey um, because names carry vibration and everything carries a vibration, but um, certainly names and who and what we're calling things. So um, to switch to a more higher consciousness, truer vibration and frequency of the spirit of Christ and who and what he actually is, where he came from and all that's connected to the true Christ consciousness frequency has completely healed and shifted um, my relationship with um, all of that. So it, now it doesn't mean that, um, you know, I've healed so that I can forgive, but once we go through big healings like that, like let's say directed at an organization as a whole or a whole system, a whole big, you know, part of society or this world thus far, um, that doesn't mean just because we've healed it within in our relationship with it, it doesn't mean that we don't still, it's perhaps part of our path to uh, speak very what's going to sound like maybe unhealed or harsh truths to um, the manipulative side of um, whatever that thing is, okay? So I just want to make that clear um, because that's, you know, uh, that whole, uh, that whole part of my um, journey is still a huge big important part to me and it's also an integral um, part of this um, this ascension that's happening on this planet so I want to make that clear um, and um, you know just that in all of this talk a lot of my um, again very passionate also bold stances and decisions that I've had to make from my own unique journey came out so I just want to make it clear that everyone's path is super unique and different um and whatever that looks like for you is right you know so don't go off of anything that you're hearing that my my entirety of all that I'm trying to bring into the world is just to show through my journey how to do this whole learning from outer resources 
bringing in our soul more and more, you know, healing these fragments, doing soul retrieval, bringing us in and then learning how to meld all these pieces together in our decision making, you know, so we, yes, we use other people's experiences, but those are never to be what is actually either consciously or unconsciously being the sole factor in how we live our life, the decisions we're making, how we think and feel about things at all. So, um, you know, a lot of my journey thus far, unfortunately, has been that in order for me to forgive and to be in the true resonance of what forgiveness is, the true frequency of forgiveness and love has unfortunately looked like walking away and i just want to make that clear too that for those that are going to need to do that or have that you know that word and the idea because unfortunately most people on this planet i don't feel even truly understand what the hell forgiveness is because they've not fully been able to walk through it um but it just it can carry the idea and the the hope that um we get a happy ending on that other end of forgiveness. And um, I've just been continued um, lesson after lesson that, and many times that's really not the case. Um, and that truly in order for me to forgive, I have to get that person, place, thing, energy out of my sphere of reality. That that's the only way I can hold love in my heart and forgive and and feel that being that that spirit that energy whatever it is at its true source because yes we all are from source at the beginning and the end of the day yet um people souls or people who have given up their souls um in this experience especially as a human, but even in higher dimensional experiences and incarnations are not always actually connected to source. So um, I'm not going to ever sit here and say that because that also pisses me off in the realm of spirituality and new age that I have also intimately now been on a journey of um, training in the dark arts through all of my um my dark goddesses who are actually completely not dark and of the light and full of the true Christ consciousness um, and all of my lineage and all of my galactics and all of all of the um, aspects and guides and um, spirit helpers that I have, um, you know, that now I I know that um, not everything in the universe is love. Yes, at the end of the day, it is. Yes, but in the way all of this is playing out, many are not choosing that path. And if we keep um, being tricked by that um, false narrative as well, we will be severely manipulated. So... Um, you know, I hope for this planet that can change, especially in the severity that we are um, experiencing the true separation from source that so many souls here are definitely still in the state of. Um, 
And I know that is what's happening. I just don't, nobody knows how long that's going to take. And anyone that tells you they do is you just run because nobody does. It doesn't matter how tapped into any of this that we are. Um, yes, we are all God within and we all have God within, but I am not the ultimate source of controlling or knowing all that is going on and there are many different variables affecting this ascension process so okay um so uh, let's see here hang on just a couple more things um oh yes I just wanted to say now too just just to give another tidbit of me now and you know my present moment um that I feel is important to say that um, you know, I think I, I know now I've painted this picture. You can really see, um, hopefully pretty clearly that I did. I came from a very, um, um, quote unquote normal, <laughs> but just, you know, not like I was not raised by hippies. I was not enlightened or in, in, or open minded. Like I was the opposite of all that. I was like being literally trying to be smashed down by the matrix and all, manipulative forces that have been basically holding this planet um all of them almost <laughs> so um now where I'm at though is that still even though I have um come so far and expanded and gone so deep within um simultaneously over the last six years um that I just want to say that my still my life, like my day-to-day -day life is also still very quote unquote normal. Like nobody, I, I, you know, um, I stand out. I don't mean like in a good way. I mean, like, I, like, you know, I have a very normal husband, um, and two children. We do very normal things. You know, my son is in youth sports. I'm around crazy youth sport parents and things like not all of them but oh, that world is kind of insane can be um you know so I just want to paint or show that picture as well that I'm not like um this um you know new age person surrounded by all of my people yet like I I fully still know and believe I'm like in a very modern world in a city I live like a monk, <laughs> like I live literally in my cave in my home, basically. Um, don't go out much, only when I must, or, you know, with my family, but um, I've been removed also, truly, I feel, I know now from everything, especially for the last year, so that I could get so in sync with all of this within myself and with all that I have gone through and transformed so that I can especially because I am a projector, what our aura does and everything about us, I needed to be so clear on all that really truly is me before I'm delving back into the world of clients and sessions and people in general. Um, and just so that all of this could come out of me. Um, I've created a lot of things that I'll, I'll speak more to in the next, um, in the next hopefully recent or um, near future episodes to come, I'll, um, I will talk more to that because I definitely have some creations that are um, ready to come out, but not quite. <laughs> so um, that I'll leave a surprise for now. But um, 
So I'm just living a very basic life is my point here. I want people to understand that um, and that I'm not, that's also been a part of my journey. I know for sure too, one, that my family keeps me very grounded, which is beautiful, but I need to say too that and for others that are listening like me, that it's also been an insanely deep struggle in that as well because I've literally been misunderstood, I feel, everywhere I've gone in this process and I still, um, you know, I've I've like dipped into different communities that are in this realm, but I just hadn't found mine. And I, I really think now it's because I'm supposed to be creating my own. So hopefully that <laughs> happens from all that I'm now um, bringing into the world from what's been created within me, um, you know, but um, but that being said, too, I want to say this for the um, divine feminines, the women that are listening, that are relating and resonating with me and my frequency that I also do know that I think I may never really fit into any of these boxes like that's what I'm here to do and keep being which again has also not been an easy thing to be okay with um and doesn't mean ever but um you know I I literally really am like a, a true like storm of transformation and kind of like the divine feminine chaos energy embodied um embodying <laughs> I don't know how well you can ever fully say you're just fully embodying the storm um and so it's always going to be changing and different and you know I storms don't rest, you know? So, um, so I'm, I'm saying this too, to hopefully reach out and find my other, um, storm sisters, my, my other, um, women, any people that are uh, relating with this feeling too, of just being truly these outsiders, even in the outsider communities, <laughs> you know, like I really feel like, just the totally different shade of this of a crayon that that you know doesn't go in any of the uh boxes you know um i know that there's big gifts in that as well and i want other people that are relating with this too now to know that too um you know and that we don't have to carry this lone wolf syndrome thing forever because that can just be a distortion and something that really harms us as well. Um, but to just know, to just know ourselves so deeply that if that's just kind of what we are and what we're going to be in this life, like, you know, we got to accept it and let that be okay. And, and let that mean that, yeah, sure, we may settle from time to time in this community or that, or we create our own, but that all of those may always just continue to transform and that's okay. If we're here to be these forces of true transformation, evolution, it, that, that kind of frequency and energy, it doesn't ever stop moving. And, um, um, you know, we just have to learn how to work with it and it not take others down on accident or, um, take ourselves down constantly. Um, so, you know, I just, I want this to be a true, a call, like I said, to not only projectors, which I've also already made clear, but especially to my, um, 
my projectors who are also maybe a storm essence like me, because um, let me tell you, that's an insane combo to carry. Um, and I'm also calling out to any um, projectors who are any other more intense um, galactic signature in the dream spell. So um, I, I don't, I, you know, of course, because I don't know it through my, through my own being, I can't fully speak to the others in that way, but I would say maybe the warrior, <laughs> um, which is what my husband is. Um, that's a pretty intense vibe. So if I have any, any women out there that are projectors and warriors, um, find me please. And, um, also any of the, um, in any of the, either the, red tones or the yellow tones in the dream spell. So any of the you know, energies, essences there that are either the red color or the yellow, because um, now I'm not remembering how this is taught um, by the book in the dream spell system in this moment, but I'm just gonna tell you my intuitive feel of, these, of those two um, colors in this system is, um, that the red is definitely more of like a masculine vibe and the yellow is as well. So, and it makes sense because, um, I'll run through this super quick, um, and I'll go into more depth, another, another episode, but the red is, um, any of the red in the dream spell is, um, an energy of initiation, um, which clearly is masculine. Then the white is, um, refining, uh, the blue is transforming. So both of those are very much feminine um, to me. You know, the the white is like doing that creation in the womb, kind of maybe doing this stuff that's invisible that no one can see, super connected to spirit. And then the blue is what I said, like just chaos pretty much coming and being like, okay, what did we create in here in this void space? And then the yellow is um, ripening. So it's, it's a very masculine energy to me as well. So, um, obviously, because then that's the product of this little process I just went through, um, through those colors. So um, the reason I'm saying this is because to have the projector um, energy and essence and aura is very feminine in nature. It's very much, I mean, we have to just sit around and wait for a fucking invitation <laughs> like all while we're just doing all of this invisible stuff in the spirit world in the realm of all the dimensions creating doing learning in all these ways that nobody else sees you know that like we get no credit for and then eventually like the invitations will come but it's just it's a it's it's totally to me that feminine vibe so if you're carrying that and then you've got this kind of more masculine initiatory or um, creation um, inner core essence. I just, I feel that it would be challenging just like my, even though my blue storm is feminine in nature because it's transformative and it's chaos. It just, it's been very difficult to integrate in with this projector um essence because those two things just 
they they can work beautifully together but it takes time to integrate that and learn how to work with that in and in the truly divine feminine way so I, i'm still doing it so you know um i'll keep you posted but it's i've definitely come very far but I'm just, you know it, this is i'm definitely not mastered in it so still learning um but i just want to i want to um you know just call out to all these women people anyone that's listening to this that if you look up your stuff or if you need help reach out to me um on instagram and i can help you and look up your stuff um and um let's see you know let's see but i i'm i'm knowing i've known for a while that um you know i'm definitely here to help those of you that are working with these kind of energies in this way because they're just very they can they're very polarized and it can be very difficult to find that zero point and to you know come to a middle place and learn how to work with it so um okay so Oh, I guess I will end there. This is a little bit longer than I was planning. I'm trying to keep, be trying to keep most of these at, um, at about an hour, but I knew this one would go a little bit over. So, um, you know, I hope that anything that came out, I hope it helps whoever needed to hear this. Um, and I hope that, you know, now moving forward, you all can, um, just have a much, you know, deeper, clearer, broader picture of who this is all coming out of, how, why, you know, and, um, and to give motivation to, to what I spoke to a little bit earlier of, you know, um, yes, certificates and trainings and all that stuff is good and necessary too. And, you know, but, but I really, um, I really, really wish to see more in the world that are coming out and having confidence and not having imposter syndrome um, because of all they've learned from their actual life, <laughs> their life training. You know what I mean? Like if you've been through a journey like mine, like fuck the certificates, <laughs> you know, like who do you want to learn more from someone who's, you know, read a million books and aced all of their tests on how to do something or someone who's been doing the damn thing maybe not the technically correct way or whatever but like you know I'm just I'm sick of that whole um societal shit that this world has gotten stuck into where again I'm not downplaying hard work and and getting certified and doing that shit I'm really not it's just that the majority of, of how that's being done and where it's coming from many times is all just ego based and, and also based in wounded unworthiness and, oh, if I have this, then that means I'm good enough and then they'll think I'm good enough and, you know, and just people not, and then them not having any on the ground, on the job training of whatever it is they're doing, you know, and then you go out with this false sense of confidence doing this thing and you're like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, you know? So, um, you know, I just wish to see more of this mix in the world, you know, where we're learning to, to learn and be, have teachers and train and do that. Sure. If it's really from that place of like, 
um, really just energy transference, code um, connecting, um, you know, that that passing of frequencies that really is what's happening there more so than being taught this information intellectually. Um, so, you know, I just want to see, I want to see more of that in the world and hopefully bring it through um, in showing that, you know, my experience in that as well. So, um, all right, well, I will end there and um, hopefully I'll get into some more actual, um, actual information again. I mean, we'll see. I'm not sure what the next episode will be yet, but we will see what it wants to be. Um, thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Please reach out to me with any feedback on my Instagram at celestialhealing444 and check out my offerings and courses on my website celestialhealing13.com and also check out my offering store at stan.store/celestialhealing please follow and share this podcast so that more can awaken to the code of the 13 and the true divine feminine energy can continue to awaken and anchor into this realm deeper and deeper with each and every new soul that remembers itself here.